Do you want to know the secret to success? Welcome to rulesforsuccess.com, a platform that unites the accomplished and the ambitious. This is where successful entrepreneurs reveal their winning strategies, their profound wisdom, and their practical guidance. Whether you are a pioneering entrepreneur, a determined business leader, or simply someone who craves success, rulesforsuccess.com is the podcast designed for you. We're here to arm you with the invaluable knowledge of individuals who have paved their own path to success. And now let's get into the show with dynamic host, Joseph Varghese. Hey, everybody. Joseph Varghese here. So I am super excited. It's my friend, Dave Elliott. I've known Dave for over a decade now. He's also a fellow coach. He's a relation coach. He's been on my stage several times over the years within your power team. This is the Rules for Success podcast. This is a podcast we launched several months ago and grateful that I get to interview, engage people I know I respect in the industry who are doing great things. And uh, today on a Rules for Success from a podcast, rulesforsuccess.com, we're going to talk about Dave's rituals, his practices, what he does as for a living, including his uh, newest book. Uh, he's a relationship coach. He's released two plus books, two, three books now at this point. And uh, we'll talk about that. We'll hear about his practices, what he's looking forward for also as far as the future, as far as uh, successes, things of that sort. And uh, that's it. Dave, welcome. Legendary hey, love for life. Thanks so much, bud. I'm glad to be here, man. Great to catch up with you. Likewise, likewise. I, I, I always love talking to you. You've got this um, voice that's just so uh, engaging. And there's, we talked about humility before this, but there's, there's a sense of humility that's there always where you can kind of build trust, right? And I think we, you and I have very similar love languages. And we talked about that sometime in the recent past as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just want, just want to say, just want to say, so I'm excited to interview you on this podcast. This interview, is 20, 20, interview is 20 minutes long. We're going to cover a lot of meaty material here. It's 20 minutes. The re reason why we do 20 minutes is because we kind of want to honor Dr. Pareto. And the idea is that you can get 80% of the work done in 20 minutes, I believe, right? So it's awesome. a muscle that, it's a Great muscle. Idea. Yeah, so so a lot can be done in 20 minutes, I believe. So let's talk about your background. So you've been coaching for what, a, a decade plus now at this point? Yeah, um, I was coaching a little bit on the side, but I left my job uh, August 1st of 2008, just three months before the global financial collapse. So that was really interesting. Uh, <laughs> but that was a total burn the boats moment. We we're going to make this thing work. And, mm -hmm. it, and I did. I'm really blessed to be able to say that. And so it's going to be 11 years wow. on August 1st. So we're getting, we're closing in on that now. And it, it's been great. A wonderful ride. I, I just am so blessed. Yeah. That. And your your relationship coaching and yeah. the party journey was, you know, every master was, was a disaster. At least I was a disaster. I was years ago. Total lack of focus. And you tell me you're going to say that. Yes. <laughs> But you've had your issues in relationships before, and that inspired you to take on the mantle of being a relationship coach. And of course, you and your wife, Katrina, have a beautiful, loving relationship. We've had you both on stage in the past. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. So yeah, I was just kidding about that. Um, so yeah, I got divorced in 1999. And it was one of those moments like, oh, really, I didn't know we were here kind of thing. It was a bit of a surprise to me. But at the same time, I was having a conversation with a client earlier today, who's kind of staring down that that moment right now too for her and i was like look i from my own experience i can tell you uh there are days when it seems like it's the end of the world because you don't know like who am i now out of this or what am i going to do she's got a lot of big decisions to look at but i was saying look i wouldn't be here talking to you right now today if my wife hadn't come to me and said hey i don't want to be married to you anymore so for me what it was it was the it was the contrast that said hey there's a lot of stuff 
you know, to learn in this area that can make you better. This is painful. You never want to, uh, you know, have this experience again. You probably have some things that you want to learn. And so and you mentioned earlier, we were chatting too about um, Stephen Covey. I discovered seven habits of highly effective people. It was like the kind of the rules of the universe in, a, in one quick, you know, couple hundred page book. And it, it changed a lot for me. And that's ultimately what got me into Tony Robbins and all the other Alison Armstrong and all these other, you know, great experts. Um, and I got to learn their stuff. And uh, it was just a game changer for me for actually the contrast of quote unquote failing. Uh, it gave me the desire to say, I need to learn about this. I want to learn some more. And I just found my passion. Uh, so I was totally being served the entire time. It wasn't a bad thing. You know, it was a, it was a great thing. Mm -hmm. I found my passion now and I'm doing something. I'm totally on mission, creating work that is meaningful. And uh, it's a blessing to get to do. I literally speak to amazing people all over the world that I respect and appreciate, uh, helping them with this probably one of the most challenging areas for many people. And uh, I get to write a book, travel. A few books now. <laughs> What's that? A few books now at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about the most recent one, which is like really, I, I'm really so proud of it. And it sort of yeah. a, feels like a legacy. It started to feel like a legacy as I was writing it because it's just one of those things where I, I, I've seen the power of it. And I'm just so blessed that I get to do it, just making a difference. That's one of my rituals is just gratitude and, and knowing that I get to do that work. And, you know, well, tell, us about, tell us about your latest book. So it's, it's called Same Shit, Different Date different i just happen to have a copy of it right here yeah <laughs> so uh, same shit it. different date and it actually has a workbook that comes with it it's about it's a the companion piece is actually called companion piece mm -hmm. as a piece um which is really what i want for you uh for the people that read the book um it's about experiencing peace when the the book same shit different date it's named that because it's about that whole concept of the same things keep happening again and yeah. again and again but it, i'm talking about in your dating life so you're meeting all these different individual people who don't know one another and yet somehow magically the same issues keep coming up again and again and again and i wanted to make that really clear and so i've created all these um diagnostic tools and assessments that help you understand like what is it that is attracting those issues and those types of people and you know this is not and make it clear that this is a three-part uh three-part process people get wounded in their relationships right. at a very early age a lot of the stuff happens in the first seven years of relationship and so i help you unpack that stuff and figure out what what's the issue what's where are you getting stuck or hung up uh and and then you replicate it and you replicate it not because you're being punished and because you suck and you're never going to be happy in relationships you're you're replicating it because you need to heal it differently mm. you need mm. to solve it ultimately and most of the time people don't see it so you can't heal what you don't see it's like you can't treat a cancer you don't know that you have it'll just stay there metastasizing and continue to create this problem for you so i bring it into the light and help you understand what is it how is it you know what exactly uh is it there to show you how does it come up for you again and again and it's not there to torture you it's there to teach you and when people get that it's like a pretty huge mm. awakening or an awareness that they get from it and so i mean it's been powerful and profound like i've mm. given people you know i just was having just conversations this week i mean people have gasped and said oh my god that took my breath away mm. or or some like i would say something like let me ask you a question have you ever had this experience and they're like oh my god how did you know that it's a pattern. The pattern knows it. It's not, yeah. it's, I mean, wow. there's so it. many people, I know that it happens, you know, because that's how it happens, you know. So it's, a, it's incredible. People are 
it's making such a huge difference. It's for people who are actively dating, looking to take things to the next level and recognize what's, what's, what their blind spot is. Basically, the blind spot is basically what repeats over and over again, relationship to relationship. Is that right? And I would say uh, it's also for married people too, or people who are in partnerships, because here's the thing, you think you're having like arguments with your spouse, that each one is totally unique and different, like a little snowflake. And it's not because usually if you pull it down, there's usually one of the same, you know, unresolved issues that is at the root of every argument too. So it's happening even in a, in a relationship, you've been together 30 years, you still trigger that same stuff. If it's not actually healed, if you don't, if it hasn't been revealed. So, it still works there. So it, I, a lot of my clients tend to be, you know, single because that's, those are the people that uh, usually want to just do that work and, and kind of heal it. They've been divorced a lot of times. So mm. there's some pain there and it makes them want to solve that problem, fix mm. it and doing personal development too. Mm. But then I work with a lot of married couples too, who are just running into problem. And again, bringing this to light, you know, uh, it's it's a total game changer. That's why I'm really so proud of it, and I feel like it's such a legacy uh, piece. Awesome. Of it. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm just really proud of it. You know, you got a legacy, a legacy love for life behind you at some point. Oh, I'll work on that. Yeah. I'm kidding. That's, that's awesome. So, so with regard to that, and let's see your own relationship. I want to make sure we pack enough information into this short podcast as possible. So we talk about love languages, right? You mentioned before, we talk, I talked about mine and yours, my wife also, and I think for your wife, it's also quality time. Yeah. So, so what are some rituals and practices you kind of add into your day to not just honor yourself, but also to honor your wife too at the same time. It's such a great transition because one of the rituals we do, we do gratitudes every night before bed. Uh, we lay down in the bed. We talk about what five great things that happened today. And we started at three mm. and then because we're overachievers, we bumped it up. And so we talk about like, what are you grateful for today? And then we, you know, just go back and review the day and we talk about, Oh, well, this happened and that's so great. And oh, this really cool thing, you're going to client today or she, she's a real estate investor. She does some coaching, but not a, not a lot. Uh, she'd more rather work in that area. I do the coaching. And so I would just both, we catch up, we connect where there's physical touch involved too, because we're just, we're connecting at the end of the day. And that's what keeps us, you know, really on the same path and, and just disconnected. Um, and, and quality time is by far her number one love language. And the cool thing about it, when we started, it would just seem like a good idea, but it really just kind of took off and it, and it grew. I mean, we've been doing it now. We're celebrating our anniversary, June 15th, and we've been doing it pretty much the entire time. I think actually, and before we get, we, when we were mm-hmm. just, you know, engaged, we were mm, doing awesome. so. Uh, it's it's been profound, and and I say to people, you know, when I talk about it, um, I can't. I don't know for sure, but I think we become luckier the more we focus on gratitude. <laughs> you know, that, because when you're looking, like like I say to you know my clients, they come to me most of the time. They're looking at what's wrong. Oh, my relationship is terrible, and blah blah blah, and they're looking for what's wrong. Yeah. And predictably, they find it. L- literally, we ritualize looking for what's great, and we find it too. Awesome. You know, awesome. some days it's maybe a little more difficult than others. Like, what did I do today? But it's always worth it, you know? And the other thing too, I did, I had a speaker at my power team last mm-hmm. month, uh, Julie Riesler, and she had these cards and I, and I bought these cards mm-hmm. so that I could bring them. We'll make that part of our gratitude thing. It, uh, mm-hmm. it had like a word of the day and it, it asked you some key questions that like some little affirmations you could do, but it asked you questions mm-hmm. for topics. And I brought that into it as well because it's another cool thing. That, awesome. Yeah, it just lets us catch up at a you know at another level and talk about you know 
cool concepts. Yeah. And again, yeah. it just brings us closer. And so like right. I say, number one is just gratitude. It's a simple thing, right? It's like ending your day on a good thought. And then that probably fuels your dreams too, as you go into the night and makes you feel more resourceful when you get up too. When you look at each other, the first thing you do you might look at the shape perhaps, or you look at, you look at your, your, your spouse and, you know, and to have a full night of dreams that are that abundant, Perhaps your spouse in those dreams too at the same time leads yeah. into the next thing as well also. And getting up on the right side of the bed, proper side of the bed, yeah. that is for you. It literally frames up everything for you. And it, again, it's about what you, you know, what you focus on, you get. So if yeah. you focus on gratitude and all these beautiful things, you know, I, like I said, I don't know for sure, but I just feel <laughs> like we become way more lucky uh, and just blessed, you know, because we live in that, exactly. that space of expecting. It, any other rituals that stand out for you, your relationship, things you honor each day, just where you started, start out each day, anything you do specifically? Our, yeah, our, so, um, I would say one of them too, is like my wife at day with destiny, I had my birthday every year. She gave me a Fitbit like I don't know, a year and a half ago. Wow. And I have just been, I'm kind of got geeked out. I didn't think I'd really be into it. Like I didn't start wearing it immediately, but then I, I did. And I started, I set it up. So I'm doing my, at least a 30 minute walk every day and, and know how many calories I'm, I'm burning and know how many hours of sleep that I'm getting and, and well, what's deep sleep and this kind of thing. Right. So it, it helps me, like it sets a, a benchmark or a goal right. for me. Right. And I hate to say it, I have a somewhat of a sedentary job. I'm talking to amazing people all over the world sitting here. Um, I love it, but at the same time, it reminds me, you know, and it tells me how many flights of stairs I do every day. And I want to, you know, my, set on, you know, I'd love to do 10 flights of stairs every day at least too. So that works. Um, and it just basically gives me those benchmarks. So again, I'm, I'm trying to take care of my body and tells me how many days a week I'm meeting my goals. Yeah. So it, it ritualizes movement mm. for mm. me and it's good. It just gives me a, a break. Like the other day I was, I, my, uh, my car was in the shop. I borrowed my sister's car and they live down the street and they're like, Oh, you want me to give you a ride home? I was like, Nope, I still got some steps to do. That was just last night. Awesome. So I wanted to knock my steps out <laughs> walking back from their place. So. And there's power in movement, right? As you move, it kind of engages in parts of our brain. And sometimes we think differently too at the same time. I've got a fit desk next to me and I've got to sit on a Pilates ball all day long. And I also had my, my fit, my Fitbit equivalent too. So I completely get that. There's power when we move as far as, uh, we're able to get off things a lot easier, I find, personally, when I, when I move a lot. Yeah, and this is clarity. It's like you can't argue with that, you know, because that's, that's counting for you all day. And you know, you can say, oh, yeah, I think I got that. But if you look down, it's like, mm, no, no, I didn't, actually. So I got some moving to do. So, you know, it keeps you honest, I think, and keeps mm -hmm. you on, on task and focus. And, you know, who's, uh, I think um, Keith. Um, yeah. Yes, Keith Cunningham. I think he says, you know, what you, you know, you got to what you measure grows. You know, yes. you got to focus on measuring it, and you got to focus on where are you, and and you know, have accurate numbers. He's, he teaches all that at business. So yeah, it's a just focus on the dashboard. What am I doing? <laughs> am I getting enough movement? So exactly, and it doesn't lie, or it's it's somewhat. It's not always perfectly accurate, but it gets it's in the ballpark. So yeah. it's useful. Yeah, for me personally, I'm getting more. I mentioned before, I'm getting more deep sleep this week, and. I find that I'm more reactive if I go for several days with only 20 minutes deep sleep. So I'm kind of hacking that number. So my wife and myself can sleep more soundly. We're working on that actively. Yeah. Uh, I tend to get less and just always kind of 
needed less, but it, I'm also been reading a lot about the benefits of deep sleep and longer sleep. And so I'm, I'm, now that's on my radar too, try and change that, make sure I'm going to bed earlier and stopping what I'm doing and yeah, you know, all that stuff. So just paying a better attention, taking care of myself. And You know, on, the, let's, on that subject, I, I didn't plan to talk about this, but let's talk about oxytocin and serotonin, right? Like, in a relationship, right? We talked about love languages before also. So the whole idea, and you have your own process with that called hugs and kiss. And uh, you mentioned your love language. Number one for you is, uh, is touch. 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 Yeah, Me too. Yeah. touch. Words of affirmation. Second, I find that most men kind of that's yeah. not all, but majority, I think, have those two pretty high. Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm curious why maybe it's how we're brought up or yeah, I'm not much sure at all. Yeah. I think that's that's literally. Um, I wrote a book about this. Yeah. You know, it goes back to your relationship <laughs> with your mother. It goes back to physical touch is about approval. It's about connection at a deep yeah. visceral level, and then also words of affirmation is mm. good boy points essentially. So I, you know, you've done a good job. You, I'm happy with you. I'm pleased with you. And I think, mm. and and you know, a lot of what I teach is about men just really want to be a hero mm. at, a, mm. at a deep visceral level, and it, it kind of specifically goes back to those two points. It's uh, like if we're connected physically and we're connected, you know, verbally and emotionally and, you know, you're, you're approving, you know, cause the problem starts when you're, you know, man's being emasculated essentially. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. when you start to, you know, get in trouble. And so that's why we, it causes the problem is because when you're being, when you're not getting approval verbally, it's like you're kind of being chastised. And, and the, the cool thing about men too is like they're, I, I explain this to my clients all the time, they're, they are wired to uh, be single focused and, and pursue any mm-hmm. incredible challenge. And they will keep going as long as they believe it's possible. They'll work a million hours to become partner in their firm. And as soon as they feel like they can't get there, they're like, screw that. They won't, they won't waste the effort. Right? Mm, mm, and so if mm, they believe they can do it, sure. they'll work until it kills them. Uh, it, it, the minute they're like, uh, this, isn't worth, this juice isn't worth the squeeze, they're out. They don't want to do it. They won't waste their time. And they'll mm. start looking for other options. So it's just it's one of those things. Like It's an idiosyncrasy of how men are wired. We, we hate to waste effort. Awesome. Got it. Yeah. R- really great. Talk about gratitude. Talk about your rituals, love languages, and more. So idea of love languages, check it out. Dave Elliott's site, Legendary Love for Life. He talks about that constantly. He has a CD available too on that. Last question I'll ask you, and if you, if you could go back in time and talk to the 20-year-old version of yourself, or let's say a modern-day 20-year-old version of yourself you're having a conversation with, what words of advice, wisdom would you provide that person yourself so that's really kind of what my book is about too it is about understanding like the stuff um the beliefs that i took on at an early age um i would tell myself i know what those are and i would say hey like for me like one of them um criticism was a hard thing so it made me uh the way criticism affected me and made me like uh, become Mr. Nice Guy and kind of want to everyone to like me and then well and then Date with Destiny was was when I'm like wait a minute why do, why do I need that I don't really need that I don't need everyone to like me and then I basically just flipped the script and I became not so uh, handicapped by the need for approval I became self-approved mm-hmm. and so basically it you're good enough those would be the three words I would I would give me at 20 and say Stop jumping through hoops for everybody. The love other people first and the um, cycle of reciprocation will pretty much take care of most of that. And actually, if you come from a place of strength and groundedness, it's like, 
I kind of look at it now. If someone doesn't like me, I just kind of see like, oh, well, that's, that's okay. That's certainly a right. I, I support your ability to believe that or think that. But you're also missing out on a really great friend mm. or a loyal friend mm. who, can, who really cares and sees the best in you. So it's your stuff. It's not mine. I'm not going to take that on. So mostly that would be the main thing I would, I would awesome. say is um, know, your, know your power, know your worth and show up that way and you know i think the the world like i said you're going to become much luckier if you focus on gratitude and what's great and focus on people with what's great in life what's great about people and you'll it'll come out to you what you look for you'll get so yeah i would say that's it just focus on your you're enough yeah got it <laughs> you're worthy you're enough got it yeah absolutely that's Love. the main thing i think very simple very very clear so, so your website is Legendary Love for Life and any other way people can get in touch with you. Let's see what they want to work with you in the future. How would people connect with you? Sure. I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm on facebook.com slash legendary love for life. I'm on there too. I'm on uh, legendary love for life on Instagram and Twitter. I am coach Dave, uh, phone numbers on all of those. So you can, you can reach me there. And you know, I love my New York power team people and success circles people. And, uh, so yeah, if anybody has any questions, I always am open to have a conversation and just, uh, give people some ideas about the area of relationships. This is, you know, it's just an area I love. Uh, Awesome. Wait, what have you heard me say about the book? Sounds good, please. I invite you to give me a review. So it's for our audience listening to this, check out either of Dave's books, um, Same Shit, Different Date, or Catch Your Match Formula. That's from oh, his yeah. earlier book tour as well also. So you can find him on Amazon. You can find his podcast out there. Do you have a podcast? I, I don't do a podcast. I'm not do doing podcast. yours, so um, I yeah. don't do it yet. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. Okay. Well, hopefully this might inspire you too. I think it's great. You've got a great, you've got a fantastic voice I mentioned earlier. And I think you have the ability to bring, bring the great in people, which makes you an exceptional, exceptional coach, of course. And I'm sure on a podcast, it would, it would translate very well too. Thank you so much for this time. Uh, happy day. And uh, we'll get this out to our audience very soon. Thank you for being part of my gratitude check-in already. So I'm already, that's, that's, that's one. So awesome. it's, it's been great. I've enjoyed it too. Thanks very much. Thank you, brother. That's it for today's episode of rulesforsuccess.com podcast, but the journey to success is far from over. Join us next week for another inspiring conversation with a successful entrepreneur. Until then, remember to be bold, be courageous, and go after your dreams.